0: Alright, welcome everybody to the podcast. This is the Birth Sisters podcast. I'm Megan. And I'm Annie, and we're so excited to be doing this. Yeah, this is new for both of us. We've both been producers of a podcast before, but we've never been the actual podcasters, so we're excited.
1: Yeah, I'm super excited. I'm just excited to get this started. We kind of talked about this just a week ago, and now (laughs) we're getting started, so... um. So, I'm Annie. This is my voice, if you can't tell. Hopefully, we don't sound too similar, but... I don't think we do. I don't feel like we do, but it's always (laughs) hard when it's yourself. So, just to kind of introduce me, I'm Annie, and I'm 22 years old, (laughs) and I have just one little daughter. Her name's Ella, and then my husband's name is Zach, and we've been married for just about three and a half almost four years now so that's us yeah isn't
0: that crazy and
1: how old is ella ella is almost two she's 22 months right now so she's really close to being two that
0: went by really fast i know i feel like we were just at her first birthday
1: party i know we really we really were so
0: yeah that's me so i am megan lamont i am 21 i just turned 21 that's weird to say though it's yeah. weird to say
1: it doesn't feel like we're like one year apart because we're yeah. a year and a half apart but we're like for a little for a part of the year we're the same almost,
0: almost the same age. yeah yeah, almost the same um and i am married to my husband adam and we have a little baby boy named royal and we have been married for about a year and a half and royal is seven months old cute Cute, and I feel like both of our
1: children have really cute full names, so I feel like we should... Probably most of these people listening already know their full names, but Ella's full name is Ella Marigold Nuttall. Marigold is my favorite color, and Marigold is also my favorite flower,
0: so... If you name one of your kids another flower name, is that going to be like, but Marigolds are your favorite flower, so Ella's the favorite. Uh, I don't
1: think we're going (laughs) to name another another flower. Okay. We won't plan on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just avoid that whole situation yeah, there. Yeah, altogether. Okay. And Royal's full name is Royal Evergreen Adam Lamont. So he has two middle names and we chose Evergreen kind of, it wasn't last minute, but it was like a month before he was born. Yeah. And it it was maybe even just a couple weeks before he was born. His name was just going to be Royal Adam Lamont. Um, because Adam's family kind of does the, like, the firstborn son gets the father's first name as their middle name. Yeah. We wanted to follow that pattern, um, but we felt like there was just, like, something missing, and we both love evergreen trees. It's our favorite tree, and we love spending time in the mountains and, you know, in the pine forests of the Uinta Mountains. So, We just thought that it was a good addition. We like the way that it flows, and yeah, I just thought it was really cute, too. It
1: is. It is so cute. And he has fun initials. I love love letters, and I love initials, so (laughs) his initials, if you didn't catch it, are real. R-E-A-L. Yeah. It's It's fun. Cute. 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 We wanted to start this podcast to talk about pregnancy and labor and postpartum and just kind of everything to do with birth, because... In some ways, they're not a taboo topic because everybody is born. (laughs) Everybody, like, knows what it means to be born. But at the same time, I feel like they don't get talked about a lot. And certain aspects really don't get talked about a lot. And so we just kind of wanted to um, put together this as a resource for friends and family and, like, our cousins and pretty much everyone we know who doesn't know a lot about birth so that they have kind of an easily digestible way to learn more about birth and yeah
0: so yeah I feel like a lot of people obviously everybody's been born but I feel like a lot of people don't have very like personal experiences with the birthing process you know your friend that was pregnant or your aunt that was pregnant or your sister that was pregnant and you know like they went to the hospital and had their baby, or maybe they went to a birth center and had their baby, Um, but you don't really, I feel like a lot of people don't really know the details of what happens, and you know, obviously it's, it seems straightforward, like you go into labor, and then you go to the hospital, or to, you call your midwife, and they come, or you go to the hospital, and you know, you're in labor and then you have the baby. Yeah. And, but there's a lot of details that, like, a lot of specific little details that you, I feel like a lot of people don't know. Yeah, and it's helpful to
1: know. And it's not also just for women to know. Like, yeah. Uh, I know my husband literally gave zero thought about birth and pregnancy before he was married. And then all of a sudden he was like, oh, wait, I'm going to, like, have to be involved in this too. And so... Yeah. Um. Yeah, we just wanted to talk about this because if we don't talk about it, who will, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, and it's a really big aspect of both of our lives. I yeah. mean, we both grew up with our mom doing home births with all seven of her kids. Um, She has nine kids, but two of them are adopted, so... Obviously, her seven biological kids were born at home. And so we had the opportunity to uh, learn a lot about that process. And then having kids of our own, I think, well, obviously, we went through the process and we were able to really educate ourselves. And now we want to have this as a resource to educate others and, you know, have a good little packaged up gift
1: to give people we basically we just grew up knowing that we had options and we want others to know that they have options too that you don't have to just walk into the hospital and see whatever ob is there that day you don't have to choose the person that your mom birthed with you know like
0: yeah we have options and we just want to like help our friends and family know that yeah so Because there is no one single right way to give birth. Everybody is so different. And, you know, every pregnancy and every labor and delivery is so different. So it's not a cookie cutter thing. We can, we all have our own needs and our care should be individualized. Totally, totally. 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 Another reason we wanted to start this
1: podcast is kind of to spread accurate information about pregnancy, birth, and postpartum. Because, you know, when you get pregnant and then you start Googling things like how to be pregnant. <laughs> what to expect when, I- when expecting. expecting, yeah. Um, when you Google it, it's like really hard to figure out the right information and what's accurate and what's applicable to you. And so we kind of just wanted to put this podcast together so that people can get the numbers and get our take on things um,
0: and just kind of get more information. One of my favorite things during my pregnancy was, you know, reading a lot of books and all the information was just already found for me. And so I was like, oh, this is cool. Like I get to learn this information without having to go and look up specific questions that I didn't even know I had. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know I had those questions, but then they were answered while I was reading these books, And so I I started feeling like I wanted to share that. I mean, the whole time that I was pregnant and reading these books, I would just, Adam would come home from work and I'd be like, oh, guess what I learned today? And it was so fun. And so I just want to, you know, have a good resource for other people to learn that stuff without having to go and Google all the nitty gritty questions that they don't even know that they have. (laughs) Right, right. Totally.
1: So yeah, I I totally agree. I feel like it's good to also podcasts are just so easy to listen to while you're doing other things, and our lives are so busy already. You don't, lots of people don't have time to read books or like oh, yeah. be doing deep dives on the internet about mm-hmm. the way that they want to birth, and so um, having a podcast is
0: something that I would like in my life, and so um, yeah, we're creating it. <laughs> yeah. Um, another big reason that we wanted to start the podcast was to inspire others to have the birth that they want. Maybe you don't even know all the possibilities of what your birth could be, but, um, you know, birth should be something that is individualized to you, like your care should be individualized to you, and, you know, you should have everything that you want during your birth. Like, I wanted my husband there, I wanted... Annie there, I wanted my mom there, I wanted my mother-in-law there, and now that I'm listing it out, it kind of sounds like a lot of people. Um, but I was able to have like all my all my midwives and well, my midwife and her assistants. Like there were 3 four assistants yeah. at my birth. And so there was a lot of people in the room, and I was absolutely comfortable with every single one of those people, and it was just everything that I wanted. Yeah. And I
1: think you might not know what you want or maybe you're still in high school and so you don't need to think about what you want yeah. right now, but this is kind of just a good place for you to kind of start thinking about it. One thing that I really, that I heard recently and have really like kind of latched onto is that every everyone, but especially every girl should begin thinking about birth as soon as possible. Like the time that they start their period they should start figuring out like researching about birth because it's never too early to learn about birth because most women are going to go through it eventually and most men are going to be personally connected to someone going through it so
0: yeah I feel like sometimes we think that you know birth is something that's going to happen to us you know like after nine months of pregnancy, obviously, like, in the future, you know, after you get married, whenever. Um, But really, it's a part of your reproductive system that you need to know and learn about. Yeah. That, you know, they probably won't teach you in health class. Yeah, they definitely won't (laughs) teach
1: you in health health class. I never took (laughs) health class. (laughs) (laughs) They definitely do not teach the processes of birth in eighth grade health class I mean eighth grade was the last health class that I took because I don't I'm pretty sure there wasn't any required in um high school yet every single like what (laughs) yeah
0: yeah every single person not not even just girls all they're going to be going through that at some point in their life all right, Annie, I am going to ask you some questions so that the listeners can get to know you a bit better. Okay, I've got some for you, too, so do we
1: want to, like, switch off back and forth? Oh. You ask one and then yeah, I ask one?
0: That's a great so idea. So one of us isn't talking for... The entire time? Yeah. I would just listen to your voice. If it was just a solo you podcast, I would listen every week. I would listen to you, too, <laughs> so this is good. <laughs> and we're doing it together, so it's even more fun. Even funner. Okay, so, Annie, what are you passionate about besides birth? Um, Well, besides, I'm glad that you put that besides
1: birth in there because yeah. I really am passionate about birth. I've known for years that I want to be a birth worker and I love birth, but um, besides birth, I am a really big reader. I really like to read. I read nonfiction and fiction and young adult stuff and older stuff I like true crime so I'm a big reader and true um, crime books yeah did you know they have those
0: I think I did but like I'm more of a true crime podcast listener yeah so I don't know if I could read it in a book I know sometimes the
1: podcast is a little too vivid for me but if it's a book I can kind of just like Oh, this glaze is fiction, and yeah, be like, "Oh, this is fiction." But oh
0: my yeah. goodness, I don't think I could read true I, crime. I, I don't definitely
1: know. don't read it often. And one genre that I definitely don't read is horror. So oh, true. So yeah, but I yeah, I'm a big reader. My reading goal this year is 45 books. Ooh. I'm at 18 so far already. Wow, so I'm on track.
0: That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Okay, so speaking about books, what was the last book that you read?
0: I wanted to say Ina May's Guide to Childbirth because I had flipped through it when we were doing our birth class. Oh, yeah. And so that's why I thought it was the last book that I read, but it was actually Spiritual Midwifery. Okay. Cool. And I absolutely love that book. I recommend that everybody reads it. Yeah. You have to take everything with, like, kind of a grain of salt because it is, it, was, it wasn't written in the 70s, but a lot of the events take, in, take place in the 70s but they're just very in the book they're just very open about the physiological process of birth yeah
1: it's it's kind of hippy dippy i think we'll probably do a whole podcast episode about books or like the best books to read yeah. so we'll get into it and what we think and give our, all of our two cents about some birth
0: books in a future episode <laughs> <laughs> okay uh my turn to ask you a question yeah and so i wanted to ask you what is your favorite color I
1: think I said this earlier, but my, so my daughter's name is Ella Marigold, and my favorite color is, like, yellow, goldish yellow. It was gold while I was in high school, and now it's kind of like a good, healthy golden rod, <laughs> something like that. But I like yellow, pretty much just yellow. I
0: love that. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's a very sunshiny and happy color, and yeah. that's, I think that embodies you. Pretty Aww, well. thank you. Thank you.
1: Um, my next question I want to ask is what is your favorite way to spend your free time?
0: My favorite way to spend my free time is outside and baking. I love baking bread. Oh. I like making sourdough bread and I have a like just classic white bread recipe and I make some pretty good French bread. Um, I also like to spend time with my family and I like to eat s'mores yum that's
1: great okay cute I love it
0: okay my next question is how many kids do you want
1: okay so this is kind of a funny question and I always bring this up when somebody asks because in high school I was voted most likely to have 12 kids and yeah did you know that
0: I think I might have but that's that's so funny I
1: know So we, I kind of have always wanted a lot of kids ever since our family grew so big, I have kind of loved it. And so I think I want to have a lot of kids. I don't know yet. Um, Maybe six, maybe eight, maybe more. Awesome. I'm kind of just taking it. We're kind of just taking it one at a time and- Like you have to. Yeah, (laughs) right. Unless we have twins, but I don't think we will, but yeah. Um, How many kids do you want?
0: Um, well, I always said, like, I'll just take it one at a time, and before I knew that I was going to marry Adam, I was always saying, like, like, three to six, Mm -hmm. but then after Adam and I had talked about it, I want, like, 12, (laughs) which is a lot, which would be interesting if you were voted the most likely to have 12, and then I actually have 12.
1: (laughs) I don't know if we want 12, but I think we want... We definitely want more than 5. Yeah. And you want as many as possible? Yeah. Pretty much.
0: <laughs> and I mean, I started so young. Yeah. So same. I think I could get there. Yeah. But that would be a lot. Yeah. I mean, mom had 9 kids and that was uh it was definitely a circus sometimes. Yeah. And
1: yeah, we, we I mean, we watched our family grow from 3 and then we got a fourth and then we got four or three in a year Mm -hmm. and just with the adoption so our family kind of grew really quickly and so we kind of had a childhood as a small family yeah and then a teenagehood as a huge family yeah and so I don't know I and I liked my teenage years more just because there was more going on and more anyway yeah
0: definitely so we both
1: want big families
0: yeah I two. mean, I feel like a lot of people just want, like, two. Yeah. And or some people think that, like, four mm. is a lot. So, like, 12 is, like, insane. <laughs> but... And it... I It's kind of crazy. I'm like, I don't know how I'll do that. But, you know, I just... I want as many kids as I can. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's such a special... A special thing to do to birth children. Yeah, for sure. So, my next question is, what is your favorite thing that Ella does?
1: Um, well... I'm just now
0: thinking about this because you had it
1: written down and I actually didn't even like give any thought to it. But um, right now, my favorite thing that Ella has been doing is she's talking so much more. And it's just like totally new and fun. And like hearing her personality come out even more is so fun because she just comes up with things to say on her own. Like for so long, it was like us being like, say this, like say this word and she'd repeat it but now like her brain's actually like forming the words and sentences on her own and it's seriously so fun I literally love
0: it yeah so. she is so cute and it's so <laughs> cute to hear her little voice yeah I'm so excited for when Royal is talking I know me too I'm excited for you too um, okay on
1: the, what is your favorite thing that Royal does
0: right now he's like kind of getting ready to start learning how to crawl and so he does planks he'll just like he's pushes himself all the way up it's like a mini push-up but his whole body is off the ground I mean besides his feet and his hands and it's just so funny because when he gets frustrated he pushes and so when he is frustrated that he's in the plank position like he's getting (laughs) tired he doesn't know what to do except for keep pushing so he gets stuck and we have to go help him oh get gosh. out of the plank position. But whenever he's like crying, but he's still holding the plank, I'm like, yeah, me too. <laughs> he's like, yeah, that, I feel that. That's really
1: relatable, Royal. <laughs> <It's> so relatable. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, cute. We
0: have such cute kids. I know. We really They're do. They're so fun. Our younger brother is two. And so he's just, what, six months older than Ella? Yeah. And so we have... Moses and Ella and Royal and they're all just right around similar ages and it's just so fun to see them play together. Yeah, it's cute. Well, and it's fun
1: because they're like so different because they're Mm -hmm. six months apart, like six and then whatever, Mm -hmm. eight months apart. But it's fun to see how different they are and like still have a tiny baby, not tiny, but a young baby to play with, but then also have like a two and a half year old and have a one and a half year old. So It's guilt.
0: Yeah. I just love having so much family. Uh, Yeah, me too. That's one of my favorite things. I totally agree. Well, should we wrap this
1: up? Yeah, let's (laughs) wrap it up.
0: After this whole debacle, that took way more than 30 minutes. You guys
1: are listening for however long it's been, but (laughs) behind the scenes, you know it's been a circus. (laughs) Since we
0: both have young kids we're both moms and we can't just put that on pause for the podcast right we have been wrangling our kids in between takes so (laughs) it's been fun and you might hear a little bit of either of them in the background yeah well in the next episode we'll be hearing about annie's birth story with ella and Yeah, we're excited to have you guys tune into that.
1: I'm excited (laughs) to talk about my birth story. And we're also going to go through Meg's too. So be looking for those episodes. They're probably already out. Um, And yeah. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. We're so excited to be the birth sisters. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs)